G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are talking some sleepers, early edition. Let's go! Jordan, open! Chicago with the lead! Bryant, to shot! Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no record for human life! AB G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. Today, we are talking sleepers slash um, undervalued players. So, a very exciting podcast um, for me to do today. Yahoo has finally updated their rankings, and I think it starts to kind of reflect what we're going to start to see when it is time to draft now. So um, I, I didn't want to do any sleepers too early because I thought it'd be kind of useless to do so because obviously a lot of them were just ridiculous. You had some of the rookies ranked in the 200s and stuff like that. But now I think that they finally got their act together and we are going to go through some sleepers. But before we do, guys, um, super exciting news. Um, if you haven't checked out the uh, special announcement video already, BallBoysNBA.com is open. Um, go and check it out, guys. It is a very exciting project that I've been working on for the last month or two. Um, it includes our season guide on there. We will also be dropping lots of articles and knowledge on there for anyone who is a subscriber. Um, it's something that we have been working on, myself in particular. It's got my top 156 players on there. Everyone ranked, everyone's um, projections, um, their punt ranks. I've got um, a, 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 what I think about every single player on there and where they should go and why I think they should be going there. Um, and it will be continually updated in the preseason, leading right up until the first day of the NBA. $10, um, one-time payment. Um, so $10, all you need, guys. It'll set you up for the whole season. Um, so go over and check it out. It would be really awesome if you could um, support the channel that way, and it will also obviously help you dominate your draft as well. Um, but otherwise, we're going to get through some of the sleepers and undervalued picks here today. So um, that again, ballboysmba.com. Check it out. Uh, the link will be down in the description. So, all right, sleepers. We're talking sleepers slash undervalued. Obviously, some of these guys are not quote-unquote sleepers, but they're players that I think are being undervalued and underranked in um, fantasy drafts or in, in terms of the rankings on the Yahoo site, which kind of dictates a lot of the way we, we look at um, ADP and, 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 and definitely the way we look at players on our boards. So first one, I'll, I'll kick us off here. Kawhi Leonard, ranked 34 on Yahoo. Um, that's pretty crazy to me. I think he was much higher than this in the previous iteration. 34, like that's like end of the third round kind of stuff. I know he's going to be load managed. I know the Clippers have the the highest back-to-backs in the league this season. I think at 15 from memory. Um, but still, man, he's a first-round player. Um, and, and a pretty comfortable first-round player at that. So, 
To get him at 34, I think, is an absolute steal. I would be definitely happy to get him in the second round, assuming that my first pick was someone who I feel safe and confident with. Perhaps if you draft someone like a Kevin Durant, or if you're nervous about drafting Embiid, or even someone who else is in the first round that you'd be nervous about. Probably those two mainly. I don't know, maybe if you're nervous about James Harden, then you maybe go somewhere different, but... Anyone else, if you're drafting Luka, if you're drafting Tatum, if you're drafting Steph, if you're drafting Jokic, like I'm 100% happy to draft Kawhi as my second pick and get someone who's going to be equal, if not better, than my first pick on a per-game basis um, and then just have to ride the bumps. At least you know the games he's going to miss unless something else comes up. But yeah, I think Kawhi Leonard at 34, that's an absolute steal. We know what he can do. Um, as a fantasy player. So I think that one's a pretty lock for undervalued. Uh, The next guy I wanted to look at here for the undervalued players, Terry Rozier. And this is one that I probably could have predicted. Um, He always seems to get underrated. I think he was on this list last year. Um, He was like a top 30 player from memory uh, last season. Let me have a look. What what was he actually? I've got it up right in front of me. Where is he? Terry Rozier. Yes, so he was, yeah, top 30. He was literally 30th last season uh, in nine category leagues. If you punt blocks, uh, he's like basically a second round player or he was a second round player. You'd have to imagine a little bit of that scales back. But then again, you've got to take it to account. Miles Bridges is not going to be there. Um, so there's more usage to go around. He's basically the second guy behind Zamelo Ball. He's like their backup point guard. They've got no real backup point guard. So I don't see anything changing for Terry. If anything, there's actually more usage to go through him. So I feel pretty confident that he's going to be at minimum a top 40 guy um, and higher if you're punting uh, blocks or something like that. So I really think like, I really like Terry Rozier as a good value pick in category leagues. Maybe in points leagues is less exciting, but, but definitely in a nine cat league, Terry Rozier, I think that's a, that's a really good value. If you can get him in the fifties, that's a, that's a good pick there. Um, next one here, we've got uh, Jakob Pertl. He is the 68th ranked player on Yahoo. And I think that he is again, another one of those guys that constantly gets underrated. He's not flashy. He's um, unexciting. There's trade rumors and all those kind of things, but especially in a punt free throw percent um, build, like in a punt free throw build, he was uh, top. He was number thirty-two, punting that category. Even if you're not punting free throw percentage, he was still basically a top seventy guy. So that's exactly where this ranking has him. Um, so sure, if if you're not punting free throws, he's about there. But I think if you're taking uh, Pirtle, then you'd want to be punting the free throw category because he's pretty atrocious at it, but he's going to give you excellent blocks, excellent rebounds, excellent field goal percentage. The assists are actually really nice from your big man as well. The steals aren't that bad. He's nearly out of steal a game. Um, yeah, he might be traded, but I think if he's traded somewhere, wherever he gets traded to, he's a starting center on that team. I don't really know if people are trading for Jakob Pertl and not putting him in their starting lineup. If they're going to give up assets to get him, you'd think that they'd want him in their starting lineup. So he's he should be able to get his 26 to 28 minutes a night, which is what he did last year. Maybe even more. Maybe he gets to like 30, 30 plus, and then he destroys this ranking. So um, yeah, at 68, yeah, I've got him a hell of a lot higher, and I think he's um, 
again, someone who usually just slips away in draft because he's, he's a bit of a boring Spurs player. And, um, yeah, I think there's lots of value to be had there. All right, now, this um, next group of guys, I'm going to put these guys all up in a bit of a list here because there's a run in the 90s. <laughs> what are we doing in the 90s here, guys? These guys are all 30 to 40 spots higher, in my opinion. Um, Jamal Murray, well, it's not in the 90s. He's in the 80s, 82. Um, Lonzo Ball at 91. And Ben Simmons at 92. You've got your three kind of injury concerns there. So Jamal Murray obviously coming back off his ACL, missed all of last season. Lonzo Ball has the chronic knee issues. Um, Healthy right now. They say he's going to be there, ready for, for training camp, but... There's a few question marks around his knees. And then obviously Ben Simmons with his mental health issues and, and his back that he had surgery on in the offseason. They all should be healthy. They all should be ready to go. I think on that list, the the guys that I... I I've all got them pretty close. So obviously Yahoo's grouped them together. I kind of would group them together as well. Um, and depending on the build and what you want, you can go for a different guy. But they are, they are so much higher for me. Let's like... Jamal Murray and Lonzo Ball, both top 40 guys. Easy per game value. Um, uh, Lonzo could even be a top 30 guy in, in a per game value just based on his um, across-the-board stats. So last last season, he was the 28th ranked player. Yes, I know he only played 35 games, so less than half the season's games, which obviously is disappointing. But you've got to take a stab earlier than that, man. Like, yeah, I don't think he's going to get to you at 91, um, or he shouldn't. And if he does, who cares if he misses games? He's at 91. Um, so Lonzo, I really like. Jamal Murray, I'm not too worried they're, they're going to like hold his minutes low or anything like that early in the season. They might restrict him in back-to-backs maybe to start the year, but I imagine a couple of months in, he'll be no restrictions. I don't think there's going to be any minutes restrictions or anything like that. They might just take a little easy on him. But I think he'll be fine. Before his injury, he was um, he was a top, basically forty guy. I think he was um, the thirty seventh ranked player in the year prior. I don't really see him getting up to that slow of a start. Yeah, he maybe might be like in the forties rather than the thirties, but even still, like I, I really just don't see him dropping off. And going to 82. 82! Um, he was better than that in his second year in the league. Um, so, yeah, I'm not too worried. ACLs, were really good at rehabbing them now these guys, these days, guys. Um, they're a very common injury in sport. There's so much research, so much um, knowledge in that area now that the ACL injury is not something to be worried about once an athlete comes back. So... Uh, I know that the the ACL injury is scary, but I'm not concerned. It's something that we can definitely move on from and an athlete can recover from very quickly. And it's been basically 18 months since he did it. He did it before the playoffs two seasons ago. So he missed the playoffs, missed the six months before that next season, Missed the entire season, so it's it's been over a year. It's been it's been a long time, so he should be well and truly over that injury by now. And then Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, I'll put my hand up. I, I think that he is a guy that I really like, maybe more so than the next guy. But the reason I like him is because he's one of the most unique stat sets out there. I I can't think of another player. Can I think of another player? No, I I really cannot think of another player that does the same things that Ben Simmons does. 
Huge boost to your field goal percentage. Huge boost to your rebounds. Huge boost to your assists, to your steals. He's actually not bad in blocks as a point guard. His points, you know, whilst we can all say and make fun of Ben Simmons for not scoring the ball, he's still scoring 16, 17 points a night. Like, that's fine. It's not a punt territory or Chris Paul or Draymond Green bad. It's it's passable, right? Yes, he's not going to hit you any threes and his free throw percentage is poor, but you know what? Punt the category. If you're punting those that category, those two categories, he's a top 30 player. He's a top, maybe even a top 20 player in that build. If you punt one of those and you want to keep the other one, he's still a top 40 guy. Um, and if you're getting him at 92, yes, I know there are headaches. Yes, I know that there's uncertainty around his mental health and this Nets team is all over the shop. I know there's risks, but... I would be willing to take that risk on much earlier than this. Uh, 92, you're scraping guys at the back end of the draft by that point. Um, there's really not much talent uh, before him that I would that I would think that he needs to drop to that point. Yeah, 30, 40 spots uh, in front of that for me. So, yeah, I think that those three in particular were very interesting. Just those injured guys, people being a bit concerned. I wonder how much they're going to change between now and the start of the season. So uh, we'll see how we go. Uh, reminder, guys, this is the early sleepers. Um, if this shifts or Yahoo makes the changes, we'll make another video and update this closer to. So um, make sure you're on the lookout for that if your draft is close to. But um, it might not change. It's, it's good to have a look at, at things now. But uh, at the way the these things sit, this is the way I see them. So make sure, again, leave a big thumbs up on the video and make sure you're subscribed for more fantasy content. Uh, all right. Moving on, the next little group of guys here. I've got another little grouping here of guys I want to highlight. Um, 95, Devin Vassell. 96, Jabari Smith Jr. And 98, Gary Trent Jr. Um, Devin Vassell, I don't know if I expect this one to stay this way. He seems to be a hot name on a lot of analysts' lips at the moment. He was... Uh, highly coveted by Adam and Josh in the mock draft that we just did. Um, big opportunity over in San Antonio. I think Vassell might be the one to benefit the most. I really like him several spots higher than this. Um, so at 95, if you're risk adverse, you could take him ahead of those guys in that group that we mentioned before, those injured trio. Um, I really like him, especially if you're punting a field goal percentage. And the same with Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith, I said it on the podcast the other day on the mock draft. He is my favorite rookie for this season. I think in the redraft leagues, I think that Jabari Smith will be the best rookie come season's end, uh, especially if you're punting field goal percentage. I think people are going to overlook him because he had a a subpar uh, summer league, but People have bad summer leagues all the time. I'm pretty sure uh, Evan Mobley had a bad summer league last season. And uh, look how that turned out. So I'm not worried about his summer league. Jabari Smith is an excellent fantasy contributor in a lot of areas. He's got good free throw percentage, excellent threes. Um, He'll score well. He'll be at least 15 points a night, in my opinion. Uh, He'll get you decent rebounds, eight or nine rebounds a game. No assists, that's fine, um, but he'll get you the steals, he'll get you the blocks, you know, steal a block a game, I would imagine, and then the turnover should be low because the ball's going to be in Kevin Porter Jr.'s hands or in Jalen Green's hands. Um, so I think that he is definitely someone. I, I really like Jabari Smith this year, and um, yeah, one of my favorite sleepers this year. 
Probably, uh, yeah, it might be getting close to my guy's status for me, depending on how he shapes out. Because I don't know if this rank- ranking is going to change for him all that much because the the stink of the summer league might linger in people's eyes. People might be more drawn to the, the sexy Paolo Bencaro pick. Um, but his his game isn't as fantasy-friendly, in my opinion. I think I think Jabari has an easier path to, to fantasy success with just those steals, blocks, and threes that, that maybe Paolo won't provide as much, even though he might score more and he might provide more assists. Yes, field goal percentage might be slightly better, but it's just those goodies, those three steals and blocks that Jabari Smith provides that I like a little bit better, and you can get him much later in drafts. Um, and then uh, I've got a couple of guards here. I've got a pick 98, Gary Trent Jr., and... Um, Oh, sorry. I'll go. We'll go through Gary Trent Jr. next, who I did mention before. Yeah, at ninety-eight. Look, I wasn't a fan of. Uh, I can see regression coming, right? It, it makes sense. We can definitely see regression coming for Gary Trent. Um, obviously, I don't think you can project him to average the same amount of steals that he did last season. But come on, guys! Like he was a top fifty guy last season. Um, if he falls away in steals he still easily beats this number. Um, say he goes from one point, what are the average? One point eight steals last year. Say he goes down to 1.5, 1.4, which is about where I would expect and what I'd be projecting. So it's like halfway between last season and the season before. It's like right in the middle. That's where I'd be feeling comfortable to project him being. Um, he's he's like a top 75 guy. So over 20 spots better than this. So to me, I think that that's... And if you're punting field goal percentage, even better. Even better. You're going to you're gonna get some really good value there. So he's someone that I still like. Um, just be aware that I, I'm not expecting what we saw last year, but you don't need to with this ranking. In a punt field goal percentage, he was the 36th ranked player last year. 46 in nine category leagues. Uh, it, it's just, um, yeah, it's too much regression built into this ranking, in my opinion, because... You know what? We can say it was crazy and unexpected, but he bloody did it. <laughs> he went out, he played um, He played 70 games. It's not a small sample size. He, he did go out and improve his steal rate a bunch. So um, I'm not expecting to go all the way back to what it was. I mean, maybe it, maybe it is, but and that's why I wouldn't be drafting him where he finished last year. But uh, you, I don't think you can go all the way the other way and say, yep, he's, he's going to be back to the guy that he was the year before because... Any big swing, I think, is, is just irresponsible to project. So I, I would have him somewhere in the middle, and I think that still beats this ranking pretty easy. Um, all right, and the last little group of guys here after the pick 100, or just after the pick 100 in this Sleepers podcast here. Uh, old man Carl Lowry, I want to talk about. Uh, I'm not really a big fan of drafting old guys. I, I, I dropped them down in my rankings um, based on those guys that are definitely regressing. Um, but Carl Lowry is still someone who is going to be seeing a decent load of minutes. Um, there, there is some talk about some personal issues and stuff going with Carl Lowry that may see him miss a little bit of time. So, so we, we might be able to deduct a little bit for that, but he was still, uh, he was a 62nd ranked player last year. And I don't see much changing in Miami. Um, he played 63 games. You know, he missed, missed 19. So that's 
yeah, it's not ideal, but it's not like horrible. It's not Lonzo Ball kind of level like like we were talking about earlier. Um, and yeah, being the 62nd ranked player in 34 minutes a night, maybe he's closer to 30, 32. So you might see a little bit of slip off there. But there's no great backup point guard coming in to take his minutes. Um, if Tyler Hero's starting, I, I think he's a shooting guard. He's not going to push Lowry to the bench, in my opinion. If if maybe we hear that's the case, then yes, you drop him down. But I, I really don't expect that to be the case. I still think he's going to get at least his 30 minutes a night. And he's going to get you the assists. He's going to get you the threes. He's going to get you um, good percentages. The turnovers are not too much of an issue. He'll get you over a steal. Um, so whilst he's not a sexy pick... I definitely wouldn't be letting him fall to 100 uh, by any case, especially if you've drafted younger before that point. Um, And then this next one here, this is the biggest steal of the draft. If this is the case and you can get Kevin Porter Jr. outside pick 100, biggest steal in the draft in my opinion, because this guy I am very excited for. Um, I think he's going to have a big year. He finished the year last year really strong. A lot of the attention will go to Jalen Green and how he finished the end of the year. But um, Kevin Porter Jr. in the second half of the year was the 93rd ranked player. So, bang, already beating that that ranking. In a punt free throw build, he was a top 50 guy. Um, and he's, he's young, man. He's only 22 years old. Um, he's going to give you points, threes, rebounds, assists, uh, decent steals as well. The blocks aren't horrible. The field goal percentage improved a lot as the season went along. It is that free throw percentage weighing him down and maybe the turnovers, but even the turnovers got better. He's still a young guy, and I reckon he's actually starting to slowly figure it out. There's a decent enough sample size um, for us to say that I believe that the the second half of the year, the after All-Star break numbers are legit. Um and I think that at 109, like, you're kidding yourself. That's that's crazy value. You don't even have to be punting anything, and he beats that value comfortably, in my opinion. You punt free throws, which is what I would want to be doing when I'm, when I'm drafting Kevin Porter, and he smashes that value. Um, I think he's a top 50 guy in a, in a punt free throw percentage build. So uh, circle that one. I think he is the pick of the bunch of these guys. And then the last one. Last one to round it off here is uh, Jared Vanderbilt. Um, I mean, Utah's a bit funny. They're, you know, they're all up in the air, trades, Donovan Mitchell and that sort of stuff. Is Randall going to be there? I don't think Utah really wants Randall coming back, to be honest. I wouldn't if I was Utah. And I, I think they're smart. I don't think they're going to want like an old, like, ball-dominant, non-defensive power forward coming back in their trade. I think they'd just rather... Yeah, just send some more picks or, or yeah, just give us something else, uh, expiring contract or something. Uh, yeah, I don't think they'd want Julius Randle. I don't think they're going to get huge star-level players coming back. So I, I do feel pretty safe in projecting that Jared Vanderbilt will be their starting power forward. And if he sees closer to 30 minutes a night, he will smash this. He will give you good rebounds, great steals, elite steals, good blocks. Uh, field goal percentage will be nice. Low turnovers. Yes, the points, the threes won't be there. The free throw percentage is a bit shit, but it's um, on low volume. But he, he is someone that in certain builds will really, really thrive and might go under the radar just because, he's, again, he's not a very sexy pick. Those low-scoring guys tend to fade a bit later in drafts, um, but I think he's going to be I think he's gonna be really good this year. So those are my sleepers, my undervalued guys. We will be getting into some deeper sleepers 
uh, in a few podcasts' time. So um, I'm stopping here for that reason. I'll be going into the deeper sleepers a bit later. So like your last round flyers and things like that. We'll talk about that in a few podcasts' time. Um, but let me know what you guys think. If you have any other ones that you think that I should have covered, um, chuck them down in the comments on YouTube below. Make sure you guys subscribe. Uh, make sure you guys are subscribed and um, click the notification bell as well. So we're going to have lots of videos, lots of podcasts coming out. So make sure you're notified anytime one of those podcasts drop. Ballboysmba.com is open. Please go check it out. Uh, Buy a season guide. You will not regret it. It will help you with your drafts, I guarantee. And I'll see you guys later. Bye. The recording has stopped.